Welcome to the Highland Herald, a Final Fantasy podcast where we, two Final Fantasy obsessed brothers, discuss everything from Azura to Zell and all things in between. We are your hosts, Wolfkins and Soloist, the Brothers of Light. Hey everybody and welcome to episode 13, Soloist's favorite episode of the entire podcast. I am one of your hosts, Wolfkins, and as I just mentioned, I have my brother Soloist with me. How are you doing today on this momentous day for you, episode 13 of the High One Herald? I'm good. Um, 13 doesn't make it any better than normal, but... Uh, <laughs> I mean, 13 is your favorite Final Fantasy, so I figured hope, it would be your favorite episode of the show. That it's not an omen of things to come because the number 13 is often associated with very, very bad stuff, even though it comes after my favorite number, which has nothing to do with Final Fantasy XII. You know, some people think 13 is lucky. Some people, I definitely don't. Well, let's see if it's your lucky (laughs) number, because I do have the the trivia question. And you know what? I took to heart. You had mentioned that we've been going a little too hard on each other, so I tried to throw you a softball this week, okay? That's going to make it worse. (laughs) No, 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 no. I think you got this. I really do. All right. We'll see. Okay. In Final Fantasy IX, what is Dagger's real name? Princess Garnet Till Alexandrios III. Incorrect. Pr- it's, it's, pr- what? Wrong. It's Wrong. Garnet, Princess Garnet Till Alexandrios. What's the number? It's not the third, I guess. But that doesn't Wrong. matter. Okay, what is it? <laughs> Wait, no, 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 no. It's Sarah. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's Sarah, isn't it? Yeah. Boom. There you Gosh. go. Gosh. Okay. You had, God. Okay. <laughs> that was a trick question. That okay. happened. And that, that, that Adolin Wall <laughs> side quest smacked me in the face and said, do not get this raw. It's Sarah. Oh, God. That would have Boom. been so bad. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I was hoping you would do exactly what you just did. That was the low ball portion. The well, second no, part that's, of this. that was a really, really, really trick <laughs> question because her official princess name is so long to remember. It's impressive for people who can remember it, but yeah. oh, it's not actually the. <laughs> I, it's almost like I did that on purpose. Anyway, that was the lowball portion of this. I do have a follow up for bonus points. What is her mother's name? Queen Bran. No, dude, you just fell for your own trick question. <laughs> what is her mother's name? Oh, I can't remember what her actual mother's name is. Mm, you're not going to get those bonus points. What is it? It is Jane. Oh, I could have gotten that if I remember. <laughs> there uh, you go. Yeah, see, softballs this week, man. And you know what? That's why yeah, they softballs. You asked. You asked. Fun fact about that. Um, you asked a question about a side quest that wasn't even discovered in Final Fantasy IX until like, yeah, about ten years ago, which would be about ten years after the game came out. I think this is probably, I think this is what makes this a great trivia question. I, I really do, because it does separate the people that really know the answer from the people that think they know the answer. And I'm actually pleased to see you catch yourself in the middle, but I was hoping, you know, I had a fear that he's just going to right away just say Sarah, and I'm going to be like, oh, crap. So the the little reaction uh, I got from you when I told you you were wrong was exactly what I was looking for. <laughs> so. I wouldn't call that a low ball, but uh, okay. yeah. Well, that was also me setting it up. Yeah, and they mentioned to, uh, they mentioned you. what her real mom's name is once, and even though that's my favorite game, I haven't played that game in like two years. I, I yeah. did not remember that. Literally, you could have asked me anything about that game. I know <laughs> that's why I picked this one. Yeah, they actually mentioned her mom's name in the same little paragraph or separate paragraph, but the same little prompt that you find out her name is Sarah. Because you, yeah. you're reading a a letter from her, well, you know, Garnett's father, Jane's husband. And I don't think it ever actually tells you his name, though, does it? No, I'm fairly certain. Yeah, I, don't. I don't think so. <laughs> but oh, uh, yeah, that was, uh, there you go. There's your lowball Final Fantasy IX. I haven't even done that side quest probably since I did it on the PS1. Because <laughs> I'm not a, I'm not a trophy whore. I do. I am impressed, though, that you remembered her name, though. So, well, I mean, it's not that hard to remember. There's Sarah's in so many of the old Final Fantasy yeah, games. It's, it's a Sarah, recurring theme. Sarah means princess. So yeah. if you have a princess and you can't remember her name, it's very often to guess Go for Sarah. Sarah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, very anyway, how's her. your week been? What you been up to in Final Fantasy besides nailing 
part of that trivia question. Nothing. I finished Final Fantasy 3, my LP on it. Congrats. Yeah, um, I saw that go up. Yeah, and the new one started today, actually, as of this recording, the new LP Yeah, that today. one's not so Final Fantasy related, but it does look interesting. It is nowhere near Final Fantasy related, but I can't do nothing but Final Fantasy games. Um, other than that, I, I've not been playing anything Final Fantasy. I've I've not been playing anything, really. I've been just working on Ugh. my videos. Oh, okay. Working on videos. I thought you meant working on work. No. <laughs> <laughs> I've been uh, who does on, that these days? I've been working on my videos um, for free time, obviously. Oh, yeah, uh, I, I, do, I do my job. <laughs> But, well, I know. I, know. <laughs> I wasn't. Um, I wasn't trying to imply that you didn't. I was. Just, yeah, I, I know, but I'm just clarifying for the listeners. <laughs> hey, you got um, one person that knows you, and they're like, "Wait a minute! <laughs> oh, wait He's a minute! He's not working." <laughs> oh God. Um. Yeah, I've been doing the um videos. I've mm-hmm. been researching a lot of Final Fantasy four, and I also want to add on a point to my last week's episode where I said, don't play the 3D remake of Final Fantasy IV for your first game. I wanted to add this in there because I didn't know this at the time, but they added a difficulty selection into the Steam version of the 3D version. So if you pick um, hard, then you're playing the DS version of Final Fantasy III. And if you pick easy, then you're playing the new modified easy version. So because of that, I definitely recommend Final Fantasy IV as 3D on Steam over the 2D one. Because Is there a, a medium? Or is it just the two selections? It's just the two. Yeah. So okay. I, I would still recommend that. I just wanted to add that in because I didn't know that tidbit of information last week. Cool. So cool. I've been researching four a lot because eventually that will be the next game I let's play on my channel because chronologically I got to go through the numbers, obviously. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Skipping one and two, though, it looks like. <laughs> well, yeah, because there's no practical way to record those games anymore. Um, I mean, theoretically, I could plug up my NES Classic and let's play uh, the original NES version of Final Fantasy 1, but mm-hmm. uh, who wants to watch that in 2021? The, the best version of that game to LP would be the PSP version that has not been released, re-released anywhere else, which is criminal um because that version is gorgeous it's not even on vita so if i wanted to lp that game i would have to buy another psp because mine is broke i would have to find that game wherever the heck it is and buy a psp capture card we're talking i would be like 800 dollars in the ground just to lp final fantasy one so i yeah that doesn't sound like um and i not and before anyone sends in something or joins the discord and tells me this, I'm aware that I could use an emulator. I do not use emulators. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, I think that's fair. I mean, I think if you own the game, it's fine, but I think just from a safety standpoint, you don't want to get yourself in trouble or anything. It's it's best to just err on the side of caution. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. I just never, I mean, I used to play on emulators a lot as you know, but I just have a thing against it now. Weirdly yeah, enough, I, I would, I'd rather play authentic versions of games, but that's just me. Cool. Well, that sounds fun. I mean, I, I have had a Final Fantasy related week. As you know, I'm always, always playing 14. I, I, I do need to clarify that I, I lied to you and the listeners last week. I said that I was going to <sighs> said I was going to slow down on my grinding of MGP at the Gold Saucer. That didn't happen. I, I ended up doing my entire weekly challenge log again. So I, I think I'm just in this perpetual loop now. There's a lot of more mounts, though, so I guess I'm going for those. But it was just like a compulsion. It was like Monday night, I got there and I hadn't done them. And I just like compulsively did everything Monday night. So I don't know. <laughs> but uh, Yeah, other than that. Um, oh, I, I did. This is Final Fantasy adjacent. I did finally pick up Smash Brothers. So I've got oh, that wow. now. I didn't buy Sephiroth because... A, I didn't want to pay $30 for the character pass. And B, I thought seven was too much for one character. So well, now you're not I'm just getting one character. Well, I know. I Yeah, I yeah. understand that. But I was just like, so I, I think I'm going to just wait and eventually get the character pass. But yeah, I, I don't have him yet. Now, is, is Cloud part of the base game or do I have to buy him separately as well? Cloud is part of the base game. The only characters Perfect. that are not part of the base game in that game are the DLC, which is... Everybody from Fighter Pass one and two. Yeah, well, I mean, my point being, I don't, I don't know who's in that. <laughs> so I was, I was asking more, well, is he one of those or Fighters Pass two so far has Sephiroth? 
Uh, the other two you would not care about at all, although I yeah. think that you are missing out not caring about Minecraft Steve because that is absolutely awesome. <laughs> well, but, I will uh, say on that note, one of my favorite new characters I've played as is the uh, Animal Crossing villager. <laughs> so I played as him up until I unlocked Link, and then I switched back. Link's always been my my main. Until right, now, I get which, Princess which Peach. are you talking about? <laughs> uh, it's just Link, like from the original. It's not Young Link or anything like that. So, well, that Link is Link from Breath of the Wild. They changed him, so he's a little he's a little different than he used to be. And they made Young Link play like Link used to play. Yeah, he seems pretty similar. I mean, I everything seems well on a basic standpoint. It's the same. His down his bomb down B. Yeah, that's different. Completely different now, and yeah. um, heck is different. But, yeah, yeah, other than that, though, I mean, that's that's who I'm playing as for now to see what I get. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's kind of my week in Final Fantasy. So. Yeah, you definitely should buy Sephiroth. Um, you get the sure. Northern Cave um, stage yeah. with it. You get the music. You get One Winged Angel. And Sephiroth is really, 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 really good. So, yeah, I, I'm probably going to just get the Fighters Pass at some point. I just didn't want to drop $90 in one day, so I didn't. Well, so. can uh, I would say consider getting the first one too, but I don't think there's anybody there that you care about. Wasn't Banjo, Banjo in there? Banjo and Kazooie, yeah, obviously. Yeah. And um, Dragon Quest is cool, but I've not played those games. And we'll see. Anyway, yeah. anyway, with that, um, let's move on just a little bit. I have two pieces of news here that I want to talk to you about. The first one doesn't really require much conversation. It's just another big win for Final Fantasy VII Remake. Uh, if you're familiar with RPG site, uh, FF7R won RPG of the Year, Best Music, and their Reader's Choice Awards. They announced that last week after we recorded, so I just wanted to bring that up. That, you know, it, it's it's still kind of game awards season, and Final Fantasy VII-R just keeps piling up those awards, especially these these music and RPGs of the year. So it seems to, it seems to be that a bunch of, of different outlets are giving them those two awards, which I think speaks to to how... A well crafted of an RPG this is, and just how great the soundtrack is, which will tie into our later discussion. <laughs> so, yeah, just just a big congrats to them. So, you know, I'm keeping my eye on whatever they win, and we'll let you know. But what I want your input on: Have you seen these recent Square trademarks that they've been filing for? Yeah, Ever Crisis and something else. Yeah, uh, so there's Ever Crisis. They have trademarked the Shinra logo, which I'm surprised they didn't already have. And the first soldier. Now, what do you think about this? Because I think the first soldier definitely has something to do with Sephiroth, but I I don't know what they're going for. What are your What are your thoughts on this? Ever Crisis might be a Crisis Core sequel. Uh, yeah, it's tied in because they had what before Crisis Crisis Core. I, I think Ever Crisis is something along that with with Zach specifically. Now I don't know if these are going to be full fleshed games. I can see like the first soldier being like a movie project, like you know Advent Children and stuff, or like a short anime kind of thing. Apparently they did that with Fifteen, and I completely yeah. didn't know about it. Um, I don't think these are going to be full feature length games. <laughs> now, what game. I've I've heard rumors for Soldier, and it's it's not okay. Rumors is the wrong word. Speculation that that could be DLC for Seven R, uh, specifically something focused around Sephiroth, which I'd be okay with that too. That's interesting. Although, man, I think Sephiroth could fill his own game if they really wanted to flesh out that backstory, kind of like a, a an Arthas situation. You know, let's let's watch him go through his life. You know build up this famous soldier and then just watch his decline into who he becomes or Anakin or something like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I would be there for that. I think that would be cool. Now be cool. I'm not, I kind of miss the whole crisis core thing. Um, I, I am ashamed to admit I haven't played as much of the seven compilation as I'd like to. I did play dirge of Cerberus, but I, I actually don't remember if I beat it. It was so long ago and I either didn't beat it or just don't remember anything about this game. So I definitely don't remember anything about it. <laughs> it was fun. I remembered enjoying it, but I, I don't remember if I beat it. It was forever ago. So it must have not left a big impression on me. But yeah, I, I think Ever Crisis definitely has something to do with... Man, and I can't even talk to you about this. It definitely has something to do with the Crisis Core and Zack and all that. And there was some stuff towards the end of 7 Remake where it starts to diverge a little bit uh, That was that was bringing in 
aspects of those that I really want to talk to you about, but you got to get through it. So I, I'm curious if it somehow ties in. It, it seems like they're really building out the seven remake project and to be more than just a remake of the base game. I, I really feel like they're kind of like using this as a new catalyst to kind of like move the entire compilation of Final Fantasy VII forward. So I'm there for this. I think this is cool. This was exciting stuff. I, uh, yeah, I don't know if they're going to be games. I mean, I'm just, I'm not going to get my hopes up on them being games, but. Okay, sure. Because true. I mean, they have histories of doing, I mean, DLC, I can definitely see because that's what they love to do with Final Fantasy nowadays. Now, there's also the thing that it could be a mobile game. Oh. You know, I mean, they do push mobile. I mean, they got a big mobile division, so that could be it too. Oh, I didn't even thought of that. Uh. Yeah. Final Fantasy has some great mobile games. You just need to get off your bias and try some of them out. Okay. They really do whoa, have some fun mobile games. Whoa, first of all. <laughs> calm down. Don't even pretend like I you do. don't. I do, but my big thing is I hate it when games upload important story points into a mobile game. Like this new Kingdom Hearts. Okay. Like, that's so stupid. Like, they don't pivotal. act like you don't hate mobile gaming. <laughs> oh, I do. I hate it with all my heart. <laughs> but, but like from from the final fantasy space i really like record keeper i think that's a fun I one i mean i played a lot of brave exvius um, i haven't played that one i played a lot of it uh, because is that the one they I, shut down or was that mobius it was mobius brave exvius okay. is still going on i would sit down and play that on the toilet at work at the movie theater because i didn't want to work <laughs> so i'd go in there and play brave exvius i obviously stopped playing because it, it it's a good game but it is a phone game <laughs> so it's not like it's not built to keep your attention for long hours because those games are built to be bite-sized stuff to come back later or yeah. if you are addicted then you'll pay money to keep going which, yeah well that's the that's the model right that's there. my biggest issue with game mobile gaming but um yeah so i i those games are fine i'm sure I'll, i could get into them but if they're uploading like or creating Pivotal Final Fantasy VII story into mobile gaming. I'm not even going to act like I don't hate that completely. <laughs> okay, that's fair. <laughs> it's like they do with Kingdom Hearts. It's so stupid. They apparently they made one about Xehanort's backstory. Like, yeah, I don't know if that's awesome, out yet. A very awesome idea to make a story about Xehanort. That's awesome, but they put it on mobile and ruin it. <laughs> like, it, well, see, that's the thing. You, you can't really say that to try it. It could be a very fun Kingdom Hearts game. Well, even if they don't, they're going to use that stupid chibi style that the Kingdom Hearts mobile game uses. True. And you don't want that for, I don't know, sorry. Oh, sorry. I guess Dark Road did come out. I I mean, their website says spring 2020. Does it look stupid? It might be only out I in mean, Japan. It does look like, I think, Union Cross. But I really like Union Cross, so I'm probably not the one to ask that. I mean, there was a time when I was like really into Union Cross. Like, I really liked that game. I watched the movie on 2.8 and saw no reason to play it. <laughs> it's fun. I mean, as far as story, whatever. But it, it was just a fun game. Like, it, like you said, it was a fun way to kill some time. So, But anyway, that brings us to the end of the news. I mean, that's that's pretty much all we had for this week. Those square trademarks, though, I'm going to keep an eye on because I think I think we'll be hearing some more of that as the year goes on for sure. So, But that brings us to today's discussion point. So this was actually a topic suggested from Modern Joe 3 in our Discord. So just a reminder, you know, we, we, do, have the, boy. Yeah, we do have the Discord. Uh, we have the Twitter. We have email. If you've got a topic idea, something you want us to talk about, let us know. And, you know, we'll more than likely talk about it on the show. So, you know, Modern Joe 3... Uh, was just saying he really loves soundtracks and even even listening to soundtracks from games that maybe he hasn't played, so he was wanting some suggestions. So today, we're going to just kind of go through what we think are the best soundtracks from Final Fantasy, what our favorites are, and then kind of highlight the, the tracks from those that we prefer the most. So let's just get this out of the way up front. <laughs> go ahead and recommend Final Fantasy IX, tell us why you love it, and then we'll move on to a different one because I... I know if we just hang on this, we're just going to end up debating eight and nine again. So just, let's just go ahead and get that out of the way. Well, I mean, I think nine's best tracks are truly better than any of the other tracks in Final Fantasy. But I don't oh. think the track, I don't think the OST overall is the best. Okay. Like, 
my favorite wow, track. Balanced opinion on Final Fantasy IX. This will be interesting. You know, I I don't worship the game as much <laughs> as you think I do. Oh, okay, you were then it's not I actually. Like it. I actually threw some criticism at it in my Final Fantasy III finale. So I see that you've been watching my videos. Thank you. Um, the ooh. finale just came out. No, okay. it didn't. It came out a week ago. <laughs> I'm busy. <laughs> I'm prepping for this show. <laughs> But anyway, these um, these show notes don't write themselves, man. I I mean, it, it's it's got great music. My favorite track from it is definitely Dark Messenger, the track it plays when you fight Kuja at the end. Um, really? Okay. Oh, Oh, a hundred percent. I have listened. I have listened to that more than I've probably listened to any other song in my life. Wow. I love that a lot. Yeah, that's one that stands out a lot to me in that now, game. As, as much as I like to throw shade at nine. Um, and it's mainly just cause you won't shut up about it, but, uh, I do have to hand it to nine. It has an amazing soundtrack and actually nine is, is about middle on my list of games I like, but it's soundtrack is probably top five. I absolutely, and everything they've redone for distant worlds is, uh, mm, uh, melodies of life, I think is my favorite. I just, I love that song. Yeah, it's uh, good. I like, I mean, I'm more of a fan of boss music than anything from these games. Like yeah, high energy. I, I like the slow, you'll probably figure this out as we go, but I really like the slow, like intimate, melodic music. <laughs> so. Yeah, um, I don't think you're going to agree with my pick at all for the best OST. So I'm going to no, let we'll you see. Go we'll see. I, I don't think we have necessarily as strong opinions about the music. So hopefully this won't divulge. Well, into just I arguing. don't know. <laughs> I think I have, I have very strong opinions. That's why this I thought about this all week, and even now oh, yeah. my answer is still not for sure definite because it goes back and forth between so many games. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I mean, just again to get this out of the way, I think the soundtrack that I listen to the most would have to be Final Fantasy VIII. It's just my favorite one, but I do realize that it's not for everybody. Because eight has some amazing music, but it also has some really weird music. Because like Ultimatius Castle is strange, like it is a strange song. I like it, but it, it's got some weird boops and beeps and bumps in there that I just it's not it's not for everybody. But from that soundtrack, I do love Eyes on Me. That is my favorite Final Fantasy song. Period. Like I've listened to that song more than any other song from Final Fantasy. Uh, it's kind of a shame that it it doesn't have a uh, Distant Worlds remake, but I, that's probably some rights thing or something like that. And then The Oath. Oh, I love The Oath. That's also a great one. That plays during, like, when Squall's giving a speech to the, to the garden, like, once you kind of get it mobile. And they do have a Distant Worlds version of that, and it, oh, man, it's so good. Yeah, I remember when they first released that song, actually, and I listened to it, and I thought, oh my god, I love this. What game yeah. is this from? And then I saw it was from 8, and then I had to like question my life. I was like, god, <laughs> good came from that game? Yeah. <laughs> we we always have a little competition. We, we have no effect over this, but every time Soloist and I go to Distant Worlds, we always count the number of 8 and 9 songs. It's criminal. And two it's for criminal. two, they've always done one extra eight song. So I well, am currently I, winning this. I love this. Distant Worlds, but I do think that they are. I, I mean, I think their song selection sometimes is a little not inclusive enough because they're leaving out some amazing tracks. Like, well, I mean, amazing. they only have, what, two hours? They can't. Well, they can't do general, everything. In general in their album, not their performances. Sorry, in their um, albums, it's just like they always have so many seven songs, and they always, you know, of course, yeah. but I feel like Distant Worlds is for non-Final Fantasy fans. I think it is for Final Fantasy fans, so they need to include more of. I hate to say this, they need to include more of the older stuff, and they do. But God, they need more than just one Final Fantasy three track. That's all I'm saying. Okay. I mean, I was going to say, I feel like they have a pretty decent blend personally, but I mean, yeah, some, some of the games are definitely underrepresented that I'm not going to argue with, but I think that they have at least one from every one of them. Don't they? I think so. I mean, even 11 is poor. Yeah. Horrendously butchered. <laughs> you love that. But yeah, this isn't about. Wait, what do you mean? What's horrendously butchered? They just don't have many 11 tracks oh, at all. I, I see what yeah. you're saying. Sorry. I, I mean, I was God, like, <laughs> when they have is a fantastic yeah, song. Yeah, I thought you were saying it was bad. I was like, okay, now is where we argue. No, their I version, love, yeah. 
I love now, Ron. Ron if, Far, is that it? Yes. Ron, yeah. I mean, that's how I say it. Ron Far, that's, I don't know. <laughs> I, I never know how to pronounce this stuff. But um, yes, that I do love that song. But here's another yeah. thing. If you, if you take into account um, A New World, you know, the thing that we were supposed to go see that got canceled because of, you know, COVID. If you take that in, they actually have a, a big representation. They've got two of those albums now. And it's a different type of music, but it's all kind of under the same banner. It was included in the the box set, the Christmas box set that they did. Um, I think it touches on a lot more because they bring in even more Eleven on there because they bring in Gustaberg, I believe, um, which is is the Ron Far for a Bastook. So they, they do bring in some more. So check those out too. They're also really good, but it is a different type of music. It's not the orchestra stuff. It's mainly like soft strings and pianos. Mm, lullabies yeah yeah so yeah 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 all right so we've got that out of the way and i'm not trying to say that eight and nine aren't the picks because they are i mean it's just we have talked so much about how much you love nine and how much we love eight that we we wanted nine's not the pick well okay what i meant was you know i'm not trying to say these aren't on the list. I just, I didn't want to spend too much time on them because we kind of rehashed those two games and mm-hmm. I wanted to just step outside of our comfort zone a little bit. So now that we've done that, what's your next pick, your ne- next recommendation for soundtrack? Uh, why don't you go first? <sighs> I feel, I feel like I've gone first every time we've done something like this. That's let because me, I, <laughs> that's because I MC this <laughs> when I do all the transitions, yeah. I get to toss it to you first. You're it's getting, hard. you're getting counter MC'd buddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the reverse card. Oh no. <laughs> okay. Uh, I've gone back and forth on this one and I have a couple recommendations and they're not in any particular order. So it's not like this is my favorite. Um, but we already have touched on it a little bit because you brought it up. I I love Final Fantasy XI. And here's another reason why, apart from just that one track that we mentioned, Ron Far is my favorite track. There's just something about that that's so soothing to me. And, and it might be nostalgia. I mean, this was my first MMO. I started out in Sandoria, and it's, it's the first track you hear when you leave the castle for the first time. And I spent so many years, really, in those forests that this just soothing. What would you What would you say? It's like there's like bag well bagpipes in Sandoria. It's kind of like a I don't know Scottish. Yeah, if it's bagpipes, it's definitely Scottish influence. You know, I mean, just it, there's just something about it that I find so soothing. Are you talking about the one that goes? Well, that's Sandoria. That's Sandoria. I do love that one. <laughs> so Sandoria and then Ronfar are the one that they do. They the one that they do for distant worlds. Ronfar is the one you hear when you step outside of the castle, into the woods, and it's just you know. And I'm not going to play any here on the podcast because I just don't want to risk any kind of liability thing. But I, what I will do on these ones that we're recommending, I will link in the show notes to like a YouTube video that has them. So you can listen to them alongside this if you want to. But apart from that, the if I'm just looking at the base Final Fantasy XI soundtrack, because how big the world was and how many different feels they were trying to bring in, the tracks are very different from one another. You know, so it, you're going to hear totally different kinds of music when you're listening to something uh, like the Santa Aurea theme or the Windurst theme. The Windurst is where all the Taru Taru and the Mithra live. Those two different sounds are so different that I feel like the album itself is very eclectic. And I think it gives you a nice uh, a nice blend of stuff to listen to. Now, I will say some of the music may not have the same like emotional appeal as it does to me because of the nostalgia. Because uh, some of the other Final Fantasy music has that kind of emotional punch, even if you don't know the game. This one I don't think does. Uh, because a lot of it is music that was meant to play while you're doing things in an MMO world. But I still think the music itself is just very, very good and diverse. So that that's why it was my first pick. Okay. I like the music. I haven't played the game, but what little I played, yeah. I like it. If you can make bagpipes sound good, then you're it's a good song. Because bagpipe. well, <laughs> I don't want to offend anybody who loves bagpipes, but there are... If there was a list of the goofiest instrument alive, it's bagpipes. 
<laughs> backpipes are so goofy. I, I see your backpipes and I raise you one kazoo. I don't know, man. <laughs> I just remember, I remember back in college and when we were having our orientation, nobody was prepared for the man to march in with the bagpipes. And it was so unexpected. <laughs> now, let me, let me, so you have a degree in music education. So I have to know, can you play the bagpipes? <laughs> you think they have enough bagpipes playing around to teach us that? No, I've never even touched one. <laughs> I was really hoping that you could play the bagpipes. I mean, if you gave me a weekend and a lot of like motivation. <laughs> the motivation is learning to play the bagpipes. What more motivation do you need? <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, that very, very good soundtrack, I think, with Eleven. From yeah, well, I, that was mine. So what? let me hear your first pick then. Uh, it's so hard because I've been listening to Final Fantasy music since I've been into Final Fantasy. So it's really hard for me to pick. So I'm going to try to... I'm going to try to tap into my musical brain and try to pick an objective one because I honestly can't... Well, obviously not objective, but I can't pick a subjective one because I love nines, I love like a lot, and I honestly mm. can't pick one I love the most. So I'm going to try to go from my thinking about what I've learned and try to pick one that I feel is just the best. Yeah, I, I think that's going to be interesting too, because you and I come at this from very different standpoints, because mm -hmm. you, you do have an education in music, so you can really bring that to the conversation. I'm just going to tell you what, you know, dudes and dudes I think sound pretty. Which at the end of the day, that's basically well, <laughs> yeah. all it is. <laughs> but I am interested to, to hear your your thoughts and opinion on this, though, because I mean, you, this is something that you know inside and out. So now, now I'm curious. Let's go. Well, I think it is probably Final Fantasy VI. Okay. Um, oh, <laughs> please don't say the one song that I know we both hate. <laughs> go ahead. I don't hate it, actually. I My opinion has changed drastically since that Distant Worlds where they did it. Because... Oh, hold on. Of, before before you get into that, we are talking about the opera. And yes. someone just had a heart attack hearing that we didn't like the opera. Yeah. Um, I like it. I like it. Um, I at the time I acted like I didn't like it so much because they said you can't have the concert without the opera, and they oh, hadn't yeah, played yeah. like so many things that they <laughs> should have played. And I was like, uh, okay, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I, I think my my main problem is just it's so long. I mean that that was it. I felt like it took up a lot of the concert uh, just because they could have gotten two songs in. But other than that, yeah, I, I don't actually hate the track. It's it's a good track. In the context of the game, the length of that song and the length of Dancing Mad as well plays to its benefit so well yeah. because when you think of these songs in context of the game like the opera there's a story going on like during the instrumental numbers you're running on the above the theater running away from ultros the octopus trying to like stop the show or something i can't remember really but like during the actual movements the characters are doing their 16-bit best to sing the vocals yeah which turns into just a yeah, I remember that. Which, honestly, uh, <laughs> is so cool for the time. It, it's just, it's so awesome. I love it. Um, there's so much going on, and it almost feels like the music was written without the game in mind. Well, not these two tracks, but overall, Final Fantasy VI's music was written without the games in mind, and that the game was made with the music in mind, almost. Because this music feels so much deeper than the game like the entire mm -hmm. story of the opera is told through the music the entire story of the final boss is told through the music because the final battle starts at the bottom of like a, ta a demon tower thing and it plays really weirdly fit music and um as you crawl up the tower the musical changes is dancing mad obviously and you get to right. the second, you get to the last section of the tower, and it's playing like church organ music. And you're like, this yeah. doesn't fit at all. And then you race to the top to see that Kefka has become a god. So that's why there was organ music playing. So this entire sequence here is driven off of the music, and the use of themes and repetition in this is just un. Oh my god, it's like stuff that put. Honestly, it's stuff that calls back to Bach a lot. 
um, you can you can see a lot of traces of Bach and Dancing Mad, which obviously okay. there has to be re- there has to be inspiration there, um, and if not, uh, I've thought this too, but I also watched like a musician react to Dancing Mad without having ever listened to it, and he thought the same thing. Hmm. Um, but did did he know what it was from? Like, did he know no. it was from video game music, or they're just like, hey, listen to this track. Oh yeah, they knew it was Dancing Mad from Final Fantasy VI. They didn't know the context, so. Hey, like, if you got that link to that video, I, I'll put that in the show notes. I think that'll be interesting yeah, to watch. Have to try to find it, but he didn't know it was boss music either. He was like, "What is this used for in the game?" And you would never think listening to Dancing Mad, maybe until you got to the last portion of it, which is a banger, by the way. Yeah, that it is final boss music because it truly doesn't sound like it. So if you listen to that song, you're like, "This is not boss music." But in the context of the game, it works so well. And I think that's what makes Final Fantasy VI's music so amazing. Yeah. Is that it takes things on paper that wouldn't work, but makes it work. Because they tell, they tell pivotal moments of their story through music. And a lot of the games try to do this as well. When I, one thing, now, I, 8 on does this. And I agree with you. I do love it. I love it when the games end with a vocal track that's pretty. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I, I really do like that. I prefer for story to be driven through instrumental music and actions of what's going on to be driven through that. And it feels like with other games, I'm not even going to say it's aided on. It's with every other Final Fantasy game. It's just pretty music behind things going on. But the only instance in the entire series I can think of where the music is driving the story is in six. And those two, and I think those two moments alone make it the best. But when you want to get into other tracks, like the the boss music is I freaking awesome. Mm -hmm. The battle music is like it's Final Fantasy battle music. It's about as expected as it comes. Um, jingle. I think it was actually the last Final Fantasy game to use the traditional victory jingle until nine. Did seven not use it? Well, they all da 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 da. But um, seven chain went to a different theme after that. Eight had oh, its yeah. own theme after that, and then oh, yeah, nine yeah. back to the da 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 da. But, oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. yeah they kind of they do the the normal, and then they go into their own like little while you're looking at the menu screens. Yeah. So now I've got eight stuck in my head. <laughs> I mean, I think you know, I've been having a crisis a lot lately because my top three list growing up was always Ever nine crisis? six. An ever crisis. Um, <laughs> my top three list of Final Fantasy games growing up was always nine six four, and as you all know from that episode, it's now nine seven fifteen. But the more I look into four and six, and especially the music in six, and this is how good the music is in this game, that those two games have been pushing their way back up to my top three list, and six is being driven almost entirely by its music. Because even even today earlier. I sat down and listened to a bit of the OST of six so I could make sure that this was my answer. And you can close your eyes and see exactly where you are, depending on what music you're listening to. Okay. Let me ask you this. Um, and I think I know the answer cause I feel like you kind of alluded to it, but say you've never played six. Do you think this, this would still be an enjoyable, uh, soundtrack to listen to? Oh, absolutely okay i think so too i just wanted to hear you say it (laughs) at the end of the day it depends on what your taste is for the modern music listener you're going to prefer vocal tracks you're going to prefer maybe the newer stuff um eyes on me melodies of life all that stuff you're going to prefer that but with six if you are into symphony orchestras at all no game is going to give you a better fix than that if you are into operas no game is going to give you a better fix. If you are into like just literally storytelling through music, you are going to love opera Syria. There we go. I was so next. I can remember if you're into opera serious, you're going to love final fantasy Six's soundtrack. And that's the opera in dancing man. They tell a story outside yeah. of that. If you want a banger, go listen to the boss music, go listen to the decisive battle theme. There's so much to uncover here. Um, now obviously, if you're if you are an average non-video game player and you you know you listen to Ariana Grande every day, you're not gonna like anything here. Honestly, you probably won't like that much in any Final Fantasy game. At, at which point, to those people, I'd probably honestly recommend Stand by Me from 15 because okay, I was getting ready to say as much as I hate to to recommend it, 
the oh why do you hate to recommend it that is an amazing just because it's 15 <laughs> but I'm oh. uh no no the vocal tracks from final fantasy 15 are amazing yeah they are my favorite vocal tracks in the I, series i think there's three um, they um there's there's one that's unused in the game um yeah and then they but have stand uh, by me and then they have the one they end the game with yeah and oh man uh, are, are they all florence on the machine yeah now I'm a huge Florence and the Machine fan anyway. I really like them. But if you're looking for Final Fantasy vocal tracks, oh my god, those are the ones to go to. And just the way it comes on when 15 with the Stand By Me, oh, gives me I mean I've got chills thinking about it. Yeah, and I just got chills thinking about the way the game goes off. Yeah, me too. I'm I'm not going to say, you know, 15 is also one of the things I had to battle with internally. Because I love yeah. the soundtrack of 15. Yeah. Apocalypse Noctis, um, the final boss theme. Yeah, it's is, got some good ones. You know, I actually is, really, really love the beginning and end of 15. It's just the middle part where I kind of falter <laughs> on it. But I, and I'm not I'm not trying to crap on it. I'm just saying, like, when I think about how that game comes on and then what happens at the end, I really do like everything there. It's just it, the journey along the way lost me a little bit, but that's a discussion for another time. Okay, so six. That that's a good one, and I, I wanted to comment too. We were talking about the opera. Distance Worlds has also they, they've done two recordings of the opera for whatever reason. I really prefer the second one. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like they they re released it on on this uh, four or five. I I do know what you're talking about, but I haven't listened to it in a long time. Yeah, I, I think the newer one is better. I I don't know. You know, I'd have to listen to them side by side. To, to tell you exactly what the differences were and why it warranted a re-recording. But I, I like the newer one better. And uh, Dancing Mad, to your point, I like to use a lot of the Distant World stuff in my D&D campaigns. I like to use it as battle music because Final Fantasy has some great battle music. And Dancing Mad, like you just said, I, I've always wanted to use, but it doesn't sound like boss music except for a little bit. <laughs> so I end up not See, using it. It would work perfectly if you like rehearsed trimmed it or something. Uh, if you rehearsed with dancing mad like a dialogue thing although yeah. with our campaign that wouldn't happen because somebody would throw a wrench in your <laughs> pacing and want to go mm, break something who i wonder i have no idea but uh <laughs> yeah I, I have thought about something like that and it, that would be cool if i could actually time that kind of stuff i think dancing mad would be like the perfect but that's like 10 minutes of planning because that's a long yeah, song. It is. No, that's the thing. Dancing Mad is very long when you listen to it on its own, especially in Distant Worlds. Yeah. And, and unfortunately, it's the reason I end up skipping that song a lot because I'm just like, okay, I, I'm going to listen to something else. Not that I don't like it. It's just so long. Yeah. The, there is a whole new appreciation to that piece whenever you get to it in six at the yeah. end. Well, six, I think, is is on my list, so I'll have to recheck it afterwards. It is now on my list. I think I'm going to have I think I might start it tonight, actually, because now I keep talking about six and it has been it has been years since I've played six. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I I haven't played six since like eighth grade, maybe. Oh, man, it's so good. Yeah, I would recommend the Steam port. Okay, I'm not going to do that because I hate gaming on my PC, but I will play it on my Vita. When I get there. Fair enough. All right. So I have, uh, I have another one. This one will probably make you roll your eyes or something or somebody listening probably roll their eyes, but I stand by it. Uh, I don't care how overused people think it is, but I truly love like almost every track on the final fantasy seven. Okay. Soundtrack. I don't roll my eyes at all to that. I was scared. You were going to say 13. <laughs> no. Oh God. No, that would have, I do like some music from 13, but that that's not what I'm saying. I just know that some people are going to be like, of course they said seven. It's so overrated. And, and you can think that that's fine. But seven has so many amazing pieces of music that I just could not mention it. I mean, I mean, just, okay. Talk about, and it's not to the same level that you said with dancing mad, but the bombing mission, how the game opens and how the music. Absolutely. Just, yeah. That is man. another one that does that really well. Ah. <sighs> I mean, you even got the train tracks kind of in with the music, you know, the, the kind of cuts in as it starts cutting to the trains. Oh, my God. From the opening moment, and it was even better in the 7 remake, I'm going to say. 
from the opening moment, once it zooms out and at right as it zooms out and you get that full shot of Midgar and then the music kicks up and Final Fantasy VII like flashes across the screen. And then the music changes a little bit and it starts working in those train tracks as it starts zooming in and just cutting every now and then to the train. Oh, man. That's another instance, I think, of the music kind of driving along with the story. That 100% driving the train. Uh, Hey! But, I mean, and this is, man, that one alone. And then, of course, you've got One Winged Angel, which most people know even if they haven't played this game. But in pure... I mean, Me what fashion. Enemy, do you think is so badass that their own theme involves people saying their name over and over? <laughs> right. Like, nobody. Like, it's a great, exactly. it's a great track. It's iconic. Well, and here's the thing: is that music, even though it says Sephiroth, it it is so final bossy. I, I did use that as the final boss music in another D and D campaign that I finally ended after like two years, and I was just like, look, it, it's not this person's name. But it fits so much. They were fighting like this this devil lord who had wings. And I was like, they were in hell. And it was like, this music just fits. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're listening to the Sephiroth theme while we play this. But in, in true me fashion, my absolute favorite song. I, actually, I, I bet you can guess it. What do you think it is? Knowing what kind of music I like. That's not a vocal track in 7, is there? No. Um... Is it Aerith's theme? It is Aerith's theme. I swear to God, this this music could make me cry. Yeah, and that's another that's another so really good. good point of storytelling. Now, the moment of that does not is not driven by the music, but the music is so iconic to the moment that a lot of people who've played Final Fantasy VII when they hear that song, they think of that yeah. moment. Well, quick quick spoiler warning. I know it's a really old game, but because the remake is coming out, I just want to make sure there's a spoiler warning. But I do want to touch on this, okay? I was just about to say, it's like, is that even a spoiler anymore? I feel like everybody knows what happens to her. <laughs> you know, there's some people that probably, maybe they're just starting Final Fantasy. Maybe they're younger. Yeah, and you it's know, just like, but, yeah, but it. I feel like it's I just know. one of those things that... It's kind of like a Darth Vader thing, but... <laughs> yeah, it's like, you've. I've never watched Star Wars, but I know that he's his father. Right. And <laughs> here's the perfect thing. perfect example. Here's the thing with uh, with that theme. When that moment happens, and now that the spoiler warning's been out, so we're going to talk about the big moment. When Sephiroth comes down and he kills Aerith, right? The music, like, disappears. And then you just kind of hear this, like, look, this this heartbeat, right? And then the materia, the holy materia, right? Falls out of her hair, and as it clinks to the ground, the music kicks up. Her theme song that you've been hearing throughout the game when she's introduced. Uh, oh, just that that moment, that timing of the little chink, and then that's what kicks the song back in. And then you just hear this sad melody as it just clinks down into the water. Oh my God. Rips my heart out just thinking about it. It's and the amazing. song itself is is slow, and you can almost tell it's sad, even if you're not familiar with what happens. And I think that makes for a really good song to listen to on its own. And the benefit of the Seven soundtrack is that um, a lot of a lot of them have been remade in uh, in higher quality. So you've got either Distant Worlds or you've got uh, the remake itself is remaking a bunch of these tracks in higher quality. So I also think that for the modern listener, you can get a more modern recording that that might be more to your taste. So Seven's my second recommendation. Uh, the my favorite soundtrack from it is Cosmo Canyon. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think to mention Cosmo Canyon. Yes, that's a great one. Cosmo Canyon is, is a great song. That is for just, sure. That is just a catchy one. Yeah. Um, now, I think my recommendations, if I didn't include nine, would be probably six, uh, 15. And I'm going to throw a mention to four. Yeah, I was going to say, let's do, we're running a little long, but let's do one uh, just honorable mention. And you got four coming up? Yeah, four. Uh, you know, you said seven, so I'm not going to say it. So four. Uh, a lot of the same things with seven. It's just got a lot of iconic stuff for me. The theme of love is really, really good. Yeah. Um, you've got oh yeah, yeah, the final boss theme that's really, <laughs> really good. I don't know. There's not so many like story moments that link up with the music in that game, but it's just you talking about four. Yeah. Okay. It's just well, obviously the theme of love plays every time Rose is around, but it's right, just right, a really right. good game. Okay. Really, really good. Really good so, soundtrack. I can't really say nine... much. 
six and four are your three picks, right? My Basically. old three favorites. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Whoa. How did that? Oh well, no, no. It'd probably be nine, six, and fifteen. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. So yeah, I mean, apart from eight, which I, again, I'm not really recommending eight. I just really like some of those soundtracks. Yeah. So apart from that, I've got eleven and seven. Um, which, you know, you'll kind of notice the theme there. I've kind of stuck with my favorites, but the music is such an integral part of these games to me that that doesn't surprise me that that's kind of how it lines up. Um, now, I'm not recommending the soundtrack, but you were talking about boss music, and I just want to throw an honorable mention out to uh, Final Fantasy X because it has some cool boss music. Ah, when you're fighting, I don't like it. When you're fighting Jack, you don't like that boss music? Oh, okay, okay. I thought you meant just the boss music. Now, no, no, the Jack no. music is amazing. Yeah, no, I was going to say, what is wrong with you? The every boss music is not one of my favorites. Yeah, no, me either. But I'm not, just the final boss. Je- oh, oh, God, wow. yeah. That's another That's another one, like um, seven. That doesn't necessarily sound like it would be generic final boss music, but fits really well in context with who yeah. you're fighting. Um, yeah. So, well, this is seven's not a good answer. Six, seven, seven. People associate Final Boss with One Winged right, Angel. Right. <laughs> but, now, for um, my actual last recommendation, though, I think you'll agree with this one, too. And it's mainly for one track, although I do like the entirety of the track. But specifically, Final Fantasy XIV Heavensward. Absolutely. It's mainly for the track Heavensward. <laughs> because. That track is amazing. But apart from that, Final Fantasy XIV does have some really good music. Mm-hmm. And I believe Dragon Song is another one. It might be from the base game, or is that Heaven's Word? Dragon Song is from Heaven's Word, yeah. Okay, so then there's two. Heaven's Word and Dragon Song are both, and they're voiced. So, I mean, that's another thing, too. They are both They have a voice so... track in, like, every single expansion for fourteen. I, th- I Actually, yeah. I don't think that Stormblood had one. It, it does as it's going off. There was yeah, one. I didn't think I remembered there being one, but oh yeah, it does. It's just not in the same kind of style as the others. It's right. It's a little yeah. weird. Yeah. Yeah. But it does have one, but yeah. So 14, I think has some great music. It's a little bit more modern and heaven's word specifically has some just amazing tracks and vocal tracks too. So absolutely. Um, 11, so- Seven and fourteen. So, if I had to order mine, and I'm not going to include nine, if I had to order mine, it would definitely be six, fifteen, four. If I had to order mine, uh, honestly, if I had to order mine for me personally, it'd probably be eleven, seven, fourteen. But for you know, just anybody listening to this, I'd probably say seven, fourteen, eleven. Just because I think eleven relies too much on nostalgia of the game, uh, because it, it is a lot of just uh, you know. A lot of what makes MMO music. music really, yeah. A lot of what makes MMO music really good is ambience or right. ambiance. Uh, <laughs> because, um, you know, with the other games, music. Sorry, I'm I'm rambling now. With the other games, music drives story points. There just are not as many story points in MMOs, so the music needs to. The thing about MMOs is throwing you into an open world and making you feel like you're there. The music should be ambient. The music should make you feel immersed. Right. So if you feel like it's too ambient then that plays to its favor. Like 11 music should be doing that. Right now. Counterpoint though, 14 doesn't suffer from that because 14 is very story driven. So a lot of the music in heaven's ward and the base game and all that does have some story driven moments too, in addition to the ambience, but especially for 11, you are right on the money. It's, it's mainly all ambient music. Well, compared to 11, it's very story driven. But it still needs that yeah. ambience compared to like seven. Well, I mean, I think fourteen compared to almost almost every other MMO is is pretty story driven. I mean, WoW's finally catching up, but fourteen I would is say they're 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 on par now. I, I honestly okay. think so. I we've already discussed we already discussed our slight disagreement there, but I mean, you're talking the most recent expansion. Wow yeah, hasn't I, hasn't put as much focus on. Well, I mean, fourteen you, you forces you through it. It's like, do you want to go to the next expansion? Then finish this one. <laughs> yeah, that um, I enjoy that because I enjoy the story. But I see how that can be very, very annoying for somebody who just yeah, I, I, I do too. It, it, they do it. help by selling the story skips if you want them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, from a story person, I think it makes sense only because fourteen story is so continuous. Like, I think I feel like while they do have like different different expansions, have you know different stories they kind of focus on. 14 has been telling one long story. Really? Yeah. 
they tie together really well. So, um, you know, there is a lot of storytelling, but 14 still needs to rely on that ambiance because you're yeah. in the world more so than you're down there in the world. Because when you're not doing the story, you are going to be going around. And I'm thinking right now, I can think back to um, some of the areas in, I don't know if it's Stormblood or, I think it's Stormblood where you finally find that one guy. What's that area called? What one guy? The prince that you've been looking for or whatever his name the is? Dude, uh, the dude with a mohawk, not a mohawk, a ponytail in the yellow clothes. Oh, his name is Hein. Yeah, Hein Region. Hein. Okay, yeah. Hein Region, yeah. Him. Yeah, that yeah. area. <laughs> that area <laughs> yeah. um, is so, the music makes you feel so immersed in where you're at. Yeah. And a lot of the areas, like the last place in 14. Wow. Yeah. Oh no, not fourteen. Good lord, storm. God, anyway, Shadowbringers, Shadowbringers. Yeah. Oh like, yeah, it's wow. got some good ambient. And you know, I always love Gradania too. It's just I love just when I hear that, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm safe here. Everything's fine. It's amazing. But that is um, going to conclude my picks. Okay. Yeah, me too. Hey, we made it through this discussion without really arguing. Music, music is the universal, just bringing people together. That's what well, we learned today. You didn't have thirteen on your list. <laughs> I do like some tracks from 13, but not enough to recommend it. But thir- 13 does have some decent tracks. I do like Fang's theme. It makes for good battle music in D&D too. Yeah. So anyway, with that, that brings, speaking of 13, episode 13 of Highwind Herald to a close. Yet another successful we managed to make through without killing one another. So since we're both still alive, soloists, where can we find you? You can find me on YouTube with my brand new Let's Play series, Pokemon Let's Go Eevee. Um, Should have been Pikachu. Yeah, right. Keep Come going. <laughs> Keep going. Oh, Keep going. Don't get off track. <laughs> we got another hour here. I'm going to explain to everybody why Eevee is infinitely cuter than Pikachu. Keep anyway, going. Keep going. Um, <laughs> you, can ticking, at, you can find me there at Soloist. Um, you can find me on Twitch at Starcaller Soloist. And you're going to want to do that because I'm going to drop an announcement right now. You're going to want to do that because February is coming up and I have deemed February final February. Get it? Final Fantasy? Uh, final yes. Um, on my Twitch channel, all throughout February will be streamed nothing but Final Fantasy games. So nice. that means that um, we we are going to do a few 14 streams. We don't have anything scheduled. And I am going to be selecting a few games to play through every year. Um, now, this year, obviously, I can't select have a vote because we don't have an audience big enough to vote and I'd get like two votes and they'd obviously be very biased. So this year I've decided to dedicate, Wait a minute. I, I got a tie from nine and eight here. <laughs> this year I've decided to dedicate um, final February to taking off my list. So we're going to be starting off with final fantasy two. Then we're going to be moving over to final fantasy eight. Nice. And if I have time, I'm going to do Final Fantasy 13, but I don't think I'll have time to do all of that in a month. I definitely want to catch the eight stream for sure. <laughs> but yeah, we will try to be doing some Highland Herald streams, which is Final Fantasy 14, with my goal of getting this slacker kind of trying to get caught back up. Uh, so maybe running uh, the old Crystal Tower series. How's that sound? You know, yeah. getting you back on track to where you can do some MSQ because it I need... a lot more fun than <laughs> the lineup I just listed. Yeah, those three are my least... Um, three least favorite games in the series and they're also the three games I've never beaten so maybe my goal is is to maybe see if my opinion of these games can raise and if you're wanting documented beforehand thoughts I think the only game that my opinion is going to change on is 8 um, yeah I, I would recommend playing the remaster I absolutely okay. I don't see myself becoming any more fond of 2 I played enough of 2 you know, two is not really one of those games that you need to wait for a story point to really like. It's Final Fantasy two. If you don't like it, you don't like it. Um, much. And but uh, yeah, so that's the order I'm going to do it. If I don't get to one of the games, I'm going to put it off to next year. Okay. And so this year's lineup will be that. And if you want to see any specific games, go ahead and leave a comment. And next year, I'll hopefully get to it. Okay. But, yeah, Final February starts in. Um, next month on the first. So I'll, I, I don't really have a streaming schedule for it. I'm kind of just going to stream every chance I get. Okay. Uh, so uh, daily streams, whatever heck work will allow me to do. So we'll just have to see. Okay. Yeah. And then, like I said, keep an eye out. We'll, we'll announce it here and in the discord and on Twitter when we're going to try to do 
a stream. You know, we might get some other people to hop in with us. Uh, you know, I figured we'd just do some dungeons, chill and stuff like that. And, you know, if you want to come hang out with us, we'll, we'll let you know when we're going to do those Final Fantasy 14 streams and uh, just keep posted on that. So if you, if you want in on that, um, if you want to be a part of that, you want to know when we're going live, make sure you follow us at Highwind Herald on Twitter or come join the Discord. Uh, that is always going to be in our show notes. So that way you can find that. And then if you want to just find me personally, that's at Wolfkins. Um, so I'll usually retweet the uh, the Highwind Herald anyway. So if you're following either me or that Twitter account, you, you should know when we're going live and stuff. And then in our Discord, we always announce when Soloist goes live. He has his own little channel in there. So whenever he goes live, it lets you know. So, you know, if, if you want to hang out, want to watch us play some 14, perfect. Just look for that in February and some more announcements coming a little soon. Uh, we'll also be doing our first guest interview in February. So look forward to that. That should be a good episode too. So yeah, I think February is going to be a great month for Final Fantasy and Highland Herald. Yep. All right. But with that, that brings us to the yet another closed episode. So hopefully you enjoyed our recommendation for music. Hopefully we've given you some ideas for some tracks to t- uh, check out. I will put uh, links to the YouTube videos for the specific tracks that we were kind of talking about in case you haven't heard them and you want to check them out. But with that, Soloist, do you have anything else? That'll be it for me. All right. Again, thank you for listening. Thank you for uh, letting us keep doing this up to episode 13. And I think we're both still having a ball. So again, thanks for all your support. And we'll see you next week. Peace out.